Generation Exiled with your host, Landis and Daryl. This is Generation X. Welcome to the first fucking show. I know, right? Generation Exiled. I'm Landis Watts. And I'm Daryl Sainsbury. Here we are. A lot going on in the government. A lot of things to talk about. Daryl, what do you feel we should hit on first? Well, the stimulus checks are coming out. I feel right now, with the way things are going in our country as it is, the world's a stage. You can't even make this shit up what's going on. What do you think about the Capitol? incident that happened a few days ago well it depends on what side of the fence you're on some folks look at those guys as patriots some folks guys look at them as they're fucking crazy i think it's i think it's to set a stage for something else to come i think that shit was pre-planned i mean come on how's a guy dressed like a water buffalo just all of a sudden walk <laughs> up in there and take control of the capital while the capital's in session yeah you see here's the uh Here's the fun fun thing about that, right? So, um, I said back when uh, they were having the BLM protests that uh, all those guys that are setting stuff on fire, it really, in my opinion, it really sucked for the black people, right? Because right. like they're sitting here trying to uh, uh, voice a concern, and a bunch of white people will come in there. They're not all white, but a bunch of white people come in there and start setting shit on fire and spray painting on on walls and things like that. And what's funny is, is you start seeing these videos where the black people were recording the white people doing stuff and we're like, why are you doing that? You know, you're making us look bad or whatever. And when I saw that, I was like, man, I was like, if we ever do that, it's going to happen on our side too, right? Mm-hmm. Here comes Water Buffalo Guy. I'm telling you. As you said from, what, what's the name of that place? Q, QAnon? Hell if I know. Which is like, Come to find out, like, worse than Alex Jones's website when, like, you know, because they've taken InfoWars down off of YouTube and all that because he was just going crazy. Well, this this one's gone crazy, too, with all the crazy shit that it said. And apparently it's attracted crazy people, right? So you got a bunch of Trump supporters who, and if you watch the news, they've been talking about it lately. They're saying that, like, all we were supposed to do was just stand outside and holler basically like that wasn't our plan was to do all that so then you find out and i don't know how true it is about they show people from black lives matter protests being there and from all that and like i don't know but like some of those guys are the same person like the QAnon guys yeah and they're the guys that did all that stuff a lot of these folks that are really getting the attention in mainstream media the damn paid antifa people you see them at antifa you see them at black lives matter you see them at this shit. But, you know, you got some folks trying to justify that, okay, well, by doing this, this we're right for doing this, for destroying this building or whatever. And you can't compare stupid to stupid. I'm sorry. Because at the end, it's just stupid. You're destroying homes. You're destroying property. All because you want a voice to be heard. Now, don't get me wrong. The Black Lives Matter, the, the whole racism thing, I get it. It's live and well. It needs to be addressed. Attention needs to be brought to it, but it needs to be done the right way. Now, going back to what happened in the Capitol, there's no way that shit wasn't orchestrated. Like I said, 
somebody dressed as a water buffalo can't just run up in the damn Capitol and just, how do you not take out the water buffalo guy first? <laughs> like, somebody gets killed, okay, and it's this uh, poor sweet girl that's a vet or whatever, wrong place, wrong time, however you want to look at it. But if you're there and you're fixing to shoot somebody, shoot the Braveheart-looking son of a bitch, right? <laughs> I know, right? That'd be my first one because something tells me he's he's a little off kill, you know? His bubble's tilted just a little more than uh, Frank over there smoking a cigarette. You know, it was uh, it was all fun and games until they started finding pipe bombs and stuff. Like that's what happens. You get these crazy, these crazy motherfuckers that show up and do crazy stuff, and they got handcuffs and and they talking about like like I don't like Nancy Pelosi, but y'all giving her like. Brownie points or like gold coins or golden tickets to like get away with stuff when she gets on on national TV and goes, this dude was trying to kidnap me. And it's true. Like, you know, like you we lose automatically that way. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like and now it's making us all look bad, you know, because like that, I guess that's what they were really going to like. What were they going to do with them when they called them? Like, you know, like. I don't think they know because, like I said, it's, they must really not because I think they, some got the memo and some didn't you know, for a reason. Maybe it's because I got family members in the military, but like that is a big force to be <laughs> reconciled with the United States military. All right, so I'm just going to go on the record right now. I'm not Republican and I'm not Democrat. If anything, I'm a realist. All right, and the reality of the situation is everything's gone to hell in a handbasket in this country. I don't care what side of the fence you're on. And, you know, I've had several folks be like, okay, well, if you vote for this person, you're for that. If you vote for this person, you're for that. There is millions of Americans like myself who are stuck in the middle. And it's, okay, you're pretty much deciding which dick's going to fuck you. All right, is it going to be the Republican dick or the Democrat dick? I don't know about you. I don't want to get fucked by any dick right now. Or no dick, period. I'm just over here slapping dicks out of the way. All right? Slapping dicks. Daryl, you slapping dicks? No, I don't. I don't <laughs> slap dicks. That's because I'm a libertarian, so our dicks don't matter. Well, see, I don't know much about libertarians, so maybe you can uh, <laughs> educate me a little bit on that. Oh, that can be another episode. Okay, we'll that get into that another later episode. Thing, huh? that's, that's a whole episode. All right, well, let's... Uh, Let's talk a little bit about the stimulus package that uh, Biden's throwing out. So it's supposed to be a $1.9 economic rescue package, correct? Correct. All right. Now, Daryl, how did, how did your first stimulus go? Well, I never got my first stimulus, right? So uh, I'm going to have to do that recovery thing on the taxes that the IRS And did that about. stop your bills coming in at all? <laughs> no, it didn't stop my bills. Did it stop that dick coming trying to bend you over a barrel? Uh, no, it didn't. No, so you slapped that dick out of the oh, way, well, didn't you? I was, slapping, <laughs> <laughs> I was slapping that dick out of the way. All right, so luckily I was fortunate enough to get the first one, and I'm not going to lie. I even had a job at the time. Um, I hadn't lost my job yet due to the whole corona pandemic, and it was much appreciated. Now we got the second one that just rolls out. A lot of people didn't get it because there was glitches in this, glitches in that, depending on who you filed your taxes with. Daryl, did you get your second one yet? No, uh, they already let me know I was going to have to file it on taxes. <laughs> Poor Daryl. 
right, so now they're talking about this third one being $1,400 to some Americans. But there, there's a little curveball in here. All right, so with this curveball, this time they want to get payments out to people who don't have Social Security numbers. People who are not technically American citizens. Again, here we are, flinging money we really don't got. Now we're going to give it to the people that don't even are supposed to be here. And I have no problem with immigrants. Our whole country's based off of it. But there's a right way and a wrong way. And it's not that hard to become an American citizen if you want to be an American citizen. Um, so that's all I'm going to say about that. And they're talking about raising the minimum wage to $15 an hour. Daryl, how do you think that's going to affect things? Oh, man. Um, $15 an hour is a lot. I And I just learned that today. Like, I didn't know they was going to... The figures are going to throw something like that in there in the middle of a, in the middle of a package like that, because Trump wanted it to be two thousand mm-hmm. dollars and not six hundred dollars. But that was what Mitch McConnell had said was that the Democrats have thrown in a bunch of things, and so it went back to six hundred dollars. Right. So now they're going to do fourteen hundred dollars, and they're going to throw fifteen dollar minimum. I think the minimum wage should go up, but it shouldn't go up to fifteen dollars. That's going to make things expensive. Inflation out the ass. And what's going to happen is once everything gets inflated, you're going to be in the same damn situation with different numbers. That's it. Your problem never changed. You just change the wallpaper of the problem. Plain and simple. See, I feel like minimum wage should be like $9. Something reasonable. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I mean, cost of living gradually goes up, you know, annually as it is. So, unfortunately, you got to do something to kind of counterbalance. But to make such a drastic change, because what's, what's the minimum wage right now? Seven twenty-five. Okay, so we're actually doubling this shit. Have mm-hmm. you ever in your life seen minimum wage doubled? No. I've, we've seen it move up once. Right. We're old enough to see to know that. But so it's safe to say if minimum wage doubles, the cost of living will double. Exactly. So if it takes thirty dollars to fill up your tank, it's fixing to take sixty. If your light bill's two hundred and fifty, it's fixing to be five hundred. Same problem, different numbers. Prostitutes are gonna charge double. I'm telling you. Now for what you'd pay for forty bucks, you're getting eighty. Herpes medicines tripled. Mm-hmm. Condoms are going <laughs> up, diapers are going up. Everything's going up. Weeds going up. <laughs> Condom machines in the in the gas station bathroom takes credit cards now. You can just slide your credit card right right through there. Everything's going to go up. But here we are spending money we don't got now. You're thinking, okay, well, the stimulus money they'll they're going to spend it. They're going to going to get back into our economy. It's going to boost things. Yeah, you'll have some kind of fluctuation, but it's it's like a false. Well, it's good if that makes any sense. You know, yeah. you're skewing your own chart. Yeah. There's just so much that's going on lately, man, between the stimulus, between the capital. Now they're trying to impeach Trump. What is the point? There is no point, man. It's he silly. gets out of office they don't want him tomorrow. The point is, is they don't want him to run again. That's it. That's the only point they got. That's that's it. They're being that petty about it. So you they're, think they're doing this to keep him from running in 2024? Yeah, because they're afraid that, like, he's going to start a civil war. And he ain't got that much power. He ain't got... He doesn't. He doesn't have that much power. All right. So, 
and last week, I he was really expecting Mike Pence to kind of step up and go to bat for him on this whole election recount. Yeah, Mike Pence. In my in my opinion, I think Mike Pence did the right thing. A lot of people call him a coward, a traitor, this, that, the other. I think Mike Pence is looking at the bigger picture and taking everything for what it is and our country and the situation that it's in right now and just kind of, you know, he punted the ball. Sometimes in a game, you can go for it on fourth down and hope you win, but if you don't, all hell's fixing and break loose. And I think he knew that, so he just backed up and punted the ball, keep the game going. Well, here was what I was afraid of. Um, I was afraid that um, both of them were right. And that's what wound up being true. There was some, uh, this whole thing, Trump did expose some things. Like, like there was some illegal votes. There was some dead people voting. Like, that's not a myth. He, he proved it. Like they, they, you think that happens every election, they, though? Yeah, that is, it obviously has. It's happened every election. Has it ever been enough to overturn an election? No, because when they went through them, it still didn't change the numbers. It made it really close because they were reporting that Biden had, it was over, remember, it was overwhelmingly Biden's election, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Now, even now, people like NBC are calling it close, close election, but Biden's the winner, and that's true. So he did expose that, but it wasn't, it wasn't enough to change the election. But, that QAnon website started a uh, a rumor that my stepdad believes, <laughs> right? That um, somebody has gone in there with the election machines and like fidged with them, and that's the reason why. And they went back to uh, was it the Dominion? Is that the name of the company? That I had? think so. Yeah. So see, you've heard of that. Oh yeah. I, th- that story has quickly gone away. I've noticed because I was like, man, if that was true that'd be a big deal and i guess what they were trying to do to make you believe it was because if they just said like straight up what you wanted to hear you wouldn't believe it right so they went back and and the story that uh uh, my stepdad was showing me was um that during the time when um he ran against hillary that bernie technically beat hillary but they went in there and changed that because Democrats are, like, really scared to have a socialist, like, you know, they don't want to be socialists. They want to be Democrats. Well, so they chose Hillary Clinton. And, yeah, it makes you, like, listen to it. But then it starts sounding a little bit like Alex Jones on InfoWars. Well, so, did you know that Biden is making Bernie Sanders, uh, I want to say, one of his top financial guys there running the show now? Yeah, he is. So. And he's getting his stupid $15 minimum wage, too, I guess. But, like, which people like, you know, like my family who owns business, they don't have any employees. They all work themselves, um, everybody that I can think of. But, like, 15, man, people are going to lose their jobs. There's going to be, some of these businesses can't afford to pay, you know, people $15 an hour. And that's just the, the truth of the situation. I mean, look at Walmart. Walmart couldn't afford to pay whatever it is they're paying, hence why I have to pick out all my groceries and go over there and scan all my groceries and bag all my groceries and take all my shit out. Yeah, Walmart's fixing a switch to full. That They're actually testing that theory out. They're fixing a switch to full scan and go. Right. No what? more registers. Where's my W-2? 
<laughs> Where's my right. W-2 Walmart? It's just people don't. So are you going to pay your machine $15 an hour? Or the one little person that stands over there to make sure that uh, you're not stealing? Times is changing, man, because if you said that to a 22-year-old like my daughter, she like a, well, she's 20, but if you said something like that to somebody like her age, they'd think you were nuts. W-2 for what? Because you had to. They just don't understand, I guess. Well, when you start paying taxes, you want what you can get back. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now, talking about taxes, that's another part of the uh, little relief package from Papa Biden here. It says that the child tax credit now is going to go from 3000 to 3600 supposedly, in this relief package. Hey, that's, that's all fine and dandy to me. I need to have some babies. But again, I'm curious where all this money's coming from because, you know, we were so... The Republicans were saying, especially Mitch McConnell, that we couldn't afford to give two thousand dollars. Six hundred was it. But when you look at the package that you know both parties signed off on, billions and millions of dollars going overseas to anything but Americans for this pandemic. And now we're going to do it again, but we're going to do it in an underhand manner. We're going to slip it in just a little more, and you know what we're slipping in, right? That damn dick that they damn fucking dick. you with. <laughs> that government dick. That government dick. There it is. I just don't understand why. Like, I've always been called out. We can uh, we can talk about immigration on another episode. That would be pretty awesome. Uh, and I try not to offend my brother-in-law. I he, love immigrants. Which, like which, I said, we are immigrants. Which he is a legal, he is a legal citizen, so I don't want to include him in that. But like... I've heard I've heard a black person say this actually on a TikTok video, which is really funny, and he had a damn good point. You know, when you help a Mexican come here and you don't kick him out and you don't give him a bunch of fines and a bunch of tickets and you let him work, you know, and he meets a white woman, or maybe he don't, maybe he does it the test way, but, or whatever, he gets married, and he finally becomes a, a legal citizen, and you give him a Twit card, and, 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 or you give him a federal grant to go to school, and, and stuff like that, he's like, that's all nice, I don't have anything mean to say about that, but that was one black person you didn't pull out the fucking ghetto, and you wonder why your building's burning. And, like, I had never thought about it that way because I guess because I'm not black or an immigrant, but, like, it made a lot of sense to me. Like, Yeah, I, I could see that. And, you know. And you're right. Whether, whether and you know the, what? He's right. Think what, of any friend that you've had, any black friend that you've had that, like, their lives, I could name three, and I'm not going to, but, like, if, if the government would have just done him that way, like he wouldn't have sold drugs. Right. Like just if simply he put Americans first. Like here's your here's your schedule. Just go to college. Like he would have went to college. Right. If nothing else for the white girls, but he would have went to college. <laughs> he would have went to college. But seriously, now regardless if this person is from Mexico, Russia, Yugoslavia, whatever, it's you know, like I said earlier, there's a right way and a wrong way. Once you become a U.S. citizen, you're a U.S. citizen. But if our government would actually look out for the U.S. people and actually put the U.S. citizens first, whether they're an immigrant or whatever, put the U.S. citizens first, 
it would be a game changer. And like you said, especially for the black community, I mean, there's so many things that our government could do, but hasn't done. Same thing for our vets. There's no excuse to see one homeless vet. There's no excuse to see one vet that has to pay for his medical bills when we're throwing millions and billions of dollars overseas to figure out if somebody has a dick or a vagina in Pakistan. Gender studies, really? Yeah, I know. It's, it's pretty fucking simple. I could tell you a gender study for less than a penny. <laughs> and that's where I was going with with that was like we're sending all this money, you know, to overseas, which is what why I brought that up. And we got like homeless vets, like you said, that money should, which is I guess what he was trying to say. You're helping immigrants before you help us, and we're trying to tell you we're in trouble, right? And like that, that's the same thing. You're sending, I mean. I ain't got nothing against the LBGT people or whatever. The girls. They can do whatever they want. I think I think some of them's funny. You know, they're entertaining <laughs> to me. But like, before you help Pakistan with their gender studies, why don't you take that money and help us with gender studies or give it to some homeless vets? Because well, I know I pissed some people off when I said give it to our people for some gender studies. I mean, but why is it going to Pakistan? Right. And I promise you, it ain't going towards gender studies. They're probably building bombs and yes, arsenals building, and all kinds of shit. You with know that what money. their gender studies is? They're going to put a bra on a nuke, and they're going to take lipstick, and they're going to draw "I Hate America" on it. Damn, that's right. going to be their gender studies program. It's going to be a big bullet <laughs> with our name on it, and we paid for it. And then they're going to shoot it at California, probably someplace like San Francisco. And, you know, it's so sad is you can't even make this shit up, what's going on with our country and what's going on with the people that are running it. Like they saying, you know, going back to impeaching Trump. What's the point? What is the point right now? The dude is leaving, like, tomorrow or the next day or whenever. He's done. He had already said he was going to do a peaceful transition. He had already told the people to step down or whatever. And, uh... I like how they're trying to turn it around. He never called up no militia. He said that, you know, what he was talking about were the people that were saying that all we're supposed to do is stand outside and holler. That's all, you know, that's who he's talking. They, they've turned all that stuff Man, around. I know some mean baby mamas that stand outside and holler. I mean, what's that going to do? <laughs> okay, so a lot of you are probably wondering, Generation Exiled, what does it mean? Daryl? Take it away. <laughs> well, we're both born in 1983. I was born in 82. Well, okay. you were born in 82. So technically, you're a real Gen Xer because that's when the year ends. But, you know, we're Generation X in the 90s when they were talking about us teenagers in 1996, 1997. They were referring to us as Gen X and the new kids being millennials. So I don't know when the number got moved back to 1983 or 1984, but that's been recently in the last 10 years. Now, as far as the exile part goes, it's more or less, you know, Daryl made a comment a while back on his social media platform that why are people our age, Generation X, not calling the shots? Why are we not holding big time positions, especially in our town here where we're from? And it was a good point because as old as we are now, we're still being silenced by these people who just won't go away, who are set in their ways and won't adjust. Times are changing, but they won't. Their ideology stays the same and their craziness stays the same. But when they look at us, 
oh, hell, the radical shit that's coming out of their mouth. Well, that can't be. We can't do that. Can't have that. We've been muffled for, what, quite some time now, right? That's, I feel that way, too. Uh, you know, when I mentioned that, somebody brought up Chris Hilbin, uh, which I'm, I voted for Chris Hilbin. I'm a Chris Hilbin fan. He's a friend of mine, so I'm not going there with it, but he's a millennial. You know, he's a few years younger than us. Right. So there is no gen, and we're about to be 40. Like, there are plenty of, I remember when I was a kid, like, you know, Clyde Eubanks and them were like 40 mm-hmm. in their early 40s. So I not just talking about us because we're the younger of the gen, you know, of the Gen X. Yeah, too. we're, we're in, like, where's we're the cutoff line. Like, I'll just start naming names. Like, where's Ansley Dunnigan, the, the supervisor, or Brian Havens, the supervisor of, of whatever? Like, all these guys that, like, we grew up with Derek Breland playing football and baseball with like where are they at like why why don't we have anybody like our age you know supervisor of beat one right now i know aaron nichols ran a while back for what was it school board yeah he ran for school board and man aaron is a smart dude he's got his shit together he's been war he's he's a vet he's very knowledgeable and still the whole good old boy system kicked in because the powers that be in our little county are 65 and up. He did get a lot of votes, though. He should run again. I second that. Aaron, if you listen, run. Do it. <laughs> Make it happen. But, uh, you know, I'll, I'll throw my two cents in there. You know, uh, he was running against the incumbent, and it was just him. Was that David Wilbur? At first. And then Wilbur Bolin. Wilbur Bolin, that's how I meant. Threw in his ass in there. And they did that. I swear they did that, Aaron, because they knew you were going to win. I swear to God that's why they did that. Because what had happened at that exact moment was he took some of your votes. Because he's Wilbur Bolin, and he took a lot of them Rocky Creek votes. Which is unfortunate. And that that's so sad, too, man. Because like I think we would have had Aaron and Chris Hilburn up there right now if it wasn't for that. But that's just my two cents. Well, so. times are definitely changing. And uh, that's why we're speaking out. That's why we're doing this show. And we're trying to uh, pretty much have a voice for the unheard. Yeah. That and it's damn fun. (laughs) Well, I guess that wraps this episode up. So we'll see you guys next time. Generation Exiled. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening to Generation Exile. Make sure you go to our website, anchor.fm slash Generation Exile. Become a sponsor for as low as 99 cents. It really helps out. If you'd like to have your business on our show or become a personal sponsor, please give us a contact. Just go to our Facebook at Generation Exiled or our website and send us a message.